Welcome everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Today's Halloween. Yes, it is. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this or if you're watching it live. So that's why I'm wearing my orange. I don't normally show up in orange very often, but it is Halloween today and it's a cold and blustery day here in Michigan as typical. And because of the fact that it's Halloween, I thought we'd talk about the paranormal world today. And I guess it's, you know, how to live with it and the things that go bump in the night and what you might experience. And today I'll also be taking questions pertaining to the paranormal or spiritual experiences that you have had and possibly do a few mini readings as well. Isn't that exciting? Yes, yes, yes. Today we're talking about the guide for living. This really is a guide for living with the paranormal stuff that's going on in your house or around you, right? Because it's everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere, but maybe you're the only one that's noticing it. Mm. So is it the surroundings or is it you? <laughs> it's probably you, to be honest with you. But I'm going to help you deal with this and to understand what is a paranormal, what is spiritual, what is in your head, what is, you know, all that kind of great and groovy stuff. So let's get going. So I think the biggest thing that I ran into as a child dealing with paranormal activity slash spiritual activity, I guess, is having people believe me, right? I was about four when I first started seeing uh, dead people walking around my house and no one else in the home was really into this kind of stuff. My mom was a very psychic person, but um, she's the one who opened up the bedroom door and says, Lisa, there's no one there, go to sleep. And she slammed the door. So you sleep underneath the covers for a couple of years thinking no one's going to believe you, right? Or I know that they're there. I can feel them bumping my bed, but no one else can see them. Okay. Then later on, there's other experiences about knowing about past life. Um, talking to those imaginary friends, if you will, um, having like a feeling like you're the odd man out or the black sheep in the family or that odd duck that no one can really relate to. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that, my little sweet cheeks. So that's what we're talking to about today. Now, First, I want to assure you, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not nuts. You're not going insane. You may be hearing things. You may be seeing things, smelling them, tasting them, and feeling them. Yes. Yes. So and we're going to talk about all those different things and how you can pick up the spirit people around you. I'm going to give examples of what you might be experiencing, like the more common things that you might be experiencing that happen in the world of spirit. So yeah, so there's some people that have raised their hand. We're going to do mini readings. I'll take your questions. Um, if you have something to share about this episode please jump in please do please do this is a live webinar format so 
you've got to have your audio and video on to be included in the show. So hopefully you're game for that. My name, by the way, is Lisa Busan. I am a professional psychic medium. I travel all over the world uh, doing readings and galleries and, and presentations and lectures and teach classes and stuff like that. And it, this really is my passion. You know, I was lucky enough to find a place or an opportunity where I could work my passion. Yes. So, and I hope that is the same for you. I hope that goes the same for you. Anyways, so I've worked professionally as a psychic medium, I would say for almost 30 years. Yeah, almost 30 years. But again, as I said, seeing spirit and interacting with spirit since I was a little girl, um, did I think I was nuts? You betcha. You betcha I did. Yes, I did. In my mid-30s. Yeah, in my mid-30s. I kept on thinking, okay, I've got to go to church. I've got to go to church. I've got to go to church. Well, I'm telling you what, that's not me. That's not me. That's not the way I was raised. We did not, we were not raised in a church type setting. So I knew when I kept on hearing someone to tell me, someone telling me that I needed to go to church, I knew that there was something going on here, you know? And that's when I formally started looking at investigation classes um, things like that, right? The things that go bump in the night. So I started looking for answers for what was happening instead of just allowing it to happen or um, kind of being at the mercy of the spiritual and paranormal experiences around me. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> it probably does. It probably does. If you're listening to this podcast, or if you're watching this webinar, it probably does. So very often, either we're taught to doubt ourselves or we learn from those around us. It's not uncommon for youngsters, toddlers, babies to have spiritual experiences. I had my grandson living with me for a few years and in the middle of drinking a bottle, like see, he was just a little, little, little one. He would go tickle, 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 tickle. And not being tuned in, I didn't notice. I was like off in la la land watching TV or something. So what was that? What that was, was innocence. He didn't know any better. So he just accepted what he was seeing, what he was experiencing. And that's what I'm hoping you do after this show. If you're not doing it already, that is. Now, very often our flights of fancy or our imagination is allowed to run wild until we're kindergarten age. And then all of a sudden we're going to school. We have to buckle down and be real and stop the make-believe stuff. Well, I'm telling you right now, as a teacher of the intuitive arts, the best thing for us is to imagine and play. We will grow the fastest that way. Now, 
you're not the only one. You're not the only one. There's a whole slew of people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people that have these experiences. And who knows, they may be in your family. They may be standing right next to you at the grocery store. You know, they may be a coworker, but are you afraid to bring up these experiences? Are you afraid to mention them for fear of being ridiculed, laughed at, or uh, shunned even? It's unfortunate. It is an unfortunate thing that you're having to hold yourself back. You're having to not honor your true self out of fear. Mm -hmm. So is it you? You betcha. And you can celebrate that. Let me tell you what. Because not everybody is going to own and honor who they really are. So when you say, is it just me? Is it, am I crazy? Am I um, seeing things, hearing things, experiencing things? Yep, you sure are. You sure are. I can guarantee it. Because spirit are not up there in heaven eating their bonbons, playing tiddlywinks. They're right here. They are right here, right here and right now with us all the time all the time. If you are just able to tune in or open up and honor those clairs that you have, right? The clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairgustience in the tummy is your clairsentience, which means you feel things like those gut instinct, clairolfactance. Yeah. So if you can honor those things, the more you do, the more you're going to pick up. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. Depending upon your outlook, of course. So let's talk about probably the biggest and the most common Claire or the most common spiritual gift that we all have because we are mammals. Claire sentience, right? Have you ever had the heebie-jeebies? <laughs> something's coming or something's going on or I'm feeling something coming. I've got anxiety in my stomach, but I don't know where it's coming from or what's happening. Um, I'm walking into a building and, oh gosh, I don't feel good about this building. Or I go to shake hands with you and, oh, I don't like you. You look fine, but I don't like you. Have you ever walked through a cold spot? Mm -hmm. Guess what that was? Yeah, probably the spirit people around you, probably. So this is very, very common, very common, clairsentience. It's because we're a mammal. Everyone has it. Everyone has it. Remember the movie Sixth Sense with Haley Joel, Joel Osment, I think his name was? Yes, that's what he was. He was clairvoyant and clairsentient. And like in the movie, you can do that too. You can do that too. You just have to honor. Mm-hmm honor. That's the biggest thing. So when you get um, goosebumps, of course, if there's, it's not like 30 degrees like it is here in Michigan right now, if you get goosebumps in the middle of summer, something's going on. All right. So, and in all of these clairs that we're going to be talking about in this podcast, we always have to set aside the logical first, of course. I'm not saying that every little bump that you experience or every little um, 
paranormal event that you experience or that you think you're experiencing is paranormal. No, absolutely not. Because I always want to get rid of logical first. And if I can't find a logical reason for it, mm -hmm, yep, it probably is. Spirit talking in one way, one shape or form or another. Yep. You know, we've all heard about, um, for me, it's grandpas leave dimes everywhere, right? Brothers, siblings, sisters, whatever. A lot of times they leave pennies. Um, that's just, for me, those are my experiences. And they're very, very, very common. Very common. You know, there was one time I was vacuuming the floor. And mind you, I had this real pretty, like a cream color carpet. So I'm vacuuming this floor. And I put the vacuum away. I turn around and there's a penny right in the middle of the floor. Where did that come from? All of a sudden, there's just this random penny there, right? Things like that happen with the paranormal. Lights turn off and on. TVs turn off and on. Stereos, radios turn off and on. Supposedly by themselves. No, 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 no. Anything electrical, I'm going to tell you, anything electrical is fair game for your spirit, people. Fair game. Because they are nothing but pure energy, remember? So energy can affect energy. I love that. I love it. So let me take one of the people who are listening in. I'm going to promote Misty to panelist. And when you come on, Misty, I'm going to unmute you. There you go, my dear. Hi, Misty. Hi. So how can I help you? Um, so I guess one of the questions I have, I feel like I get signs all the time, but I have a lot of people on the other side. Okay. So I don't know who it is that is sending me the signs. Like I see hummingbirds all the time, much more than I normally would. Okay. And um, butterflies, we get flickering lights and the TV will go wonky a lot um, <laughs> when it normally shouldn't. Like it'll just change the channel when no one's touched the TV. Um, and I used to know before I had a lot of people on the other side, like my grandpa would leave me odd coins and I always knew that it was him. Like I would find like, we used to collect um, like Canadian coins or different coins or really old coins. And I would find those all over the place. And I knew that that was him. But now I don't know who is trying to talk to me or say hi and how do I know? Well, one of the things that I do have to share with you is that sometimes your spirit people will start coming through in a different manner, all right? Um, so even though grandpa left you the coins, maybe now he's associating himself with something else or he just feels like you are well aware of when he's there. He doesn't have to leave you little tidbits. All right. That happens as well. So if you're aware of his energy, what his energy feels like, he might be coming through just in a different manner. And that's quite normal actually. Now the way to figure out who the different signs are from is to test them, to simply test them as if they were right here with us. So for instance, let's talk about the hummingbirds. Now, what do hummingbirds mean to you? That's the trick. What do they mean to you? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's fine. It's absolutely fine. They're fun and I don't know. I always thought that it was somebody like something that meant 
something to the person that passed. Like, I think I know who they are, but I'm not sure if it is that person. Okay, so test them. Absolutely. So normally what I was getting at is very often like hummingbirds for me mean my sister. She used to, she loves hummingbirds, okay? So that's how I would associate the hummingbird with her, okay? okay. Now, however, if you don't have that reference point for the hummingbird, who used to be the bird feeder? Who used to be the bird watcher? Doesn't mean it has to be literally hummingbirds, mm -hmm. all right? So it may simply be that someone was the bird feeder or the bird watcher, all right? And they just happen to be choosing the hummingbirds, okay? okay. They know that that's what you like or whatever, okay? Now, if you're receiving multiple hits, what I normally do with my students is I tell them like to go into a meditative state or just kind of like zone out a little bit if you're not a meditator and talk to one spirit person only. Have that person in your mind only. All right. Don't start thinking about all the different people that are there because that's just going to mess you up even more. So let's say I want to talk to grandmother on mom's side of the family. Okay. So I get her mind, I get her face in my mind's eye. I speak her name a whole bunch of times. Um, you could even do this a couple days in advance because that's going to help her to understand that you want to communicate with her and she'll be right there knocking on your door when you're ready to, okay, let's talk grandma. All right. So repeat those things. And then also what I'd like you to do then once you feel like you've kind of zoned out a little bit is ask her for a sign. Okay. And then here's the trick. Accept what happens. Okay. You might hear something. You might see something like in your mind, in your imagination, or you might feel something on your body. All right. So, yeah, because it's very common for, uh, for instance, like my husband's niece who always comes through, she always leaves me like shivers down the left side of my body, all right? That's how I know she's there. Like they touch me on specific places in my body. But it's always going to be dependent upon you, an individual, right? So I can't tell you exactly who it is, right, unless I was to do a reading, but um, that's a really easy way. And really, it really is easy for you to do that. So until grandma establishes herself in a certain manner, don't move on to a different spirit person. Keep on talking to grandma. Okay. okay? Because keep in mind also that she may not come through immediately, like that second. She might come through in a couple hours. Okay right? She might come through in a couple days. So I would do like each individual person, I'd give them a week, okay? And keep on doing that one person for a week. And mind you, Misty, it only has to be for five minutes, if that. You don't have to go into this hour-long meditative state, right? It can be very simple, you know? Okay. So how very cool. I'm excited that you're open to learning and, and just knowing that they're there, it's it's really yeah. awesome. I mean, I know they're there. I see them. And there, there are three that I, for the most part, used to know that it was them. Mm -hmm. But there are like three others that I don't know if it's them or not. <laughs> and maybe because the signs are a little bit different. So I'm like, oh, right. this one's a little new. Is it, you know, which one of you is it? Is that mom? Is that grandma? Is no, that like, it can change. It can change. Yeah. What are you going to say? <laughs> exactly. So it can change.
So I would suggest, yeah, having him or having them establish for you a set clue, a set symbol. All right. Okay. So are you also clairaudient, which means you hear? I don't know. Well, I usually, so I would see signs like in the way of like, you know, things flickering or, right. you know, butterflies showing up, hummingbirds showing up, finding random coins, places, and knowing that that was somebody saying hi or to calm down or that things will be okay. Um, and then I would have dreams. Most of my, any visions that I would have would come in dreams and they were very random and I never knew, you know, when they right. were coming. But I don't know, I don't know if I hear things. Okay. I well, I just asked you that because when we were talking, all of a sudden my ear plugged up. So it oh. just tells me that there's spirit there. Okay. So it might be one of the ways. My ear is plugged up right now. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to sound like it's outside your head. It could be like thoughts dumping in your head. Okay. okay. As well. Right. Yeah. So pay attention to that. Yeah. Very cool for you. Good for you. Very, very good. Thanks for chiming in, sweetie. Hope that helped. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Take care. So let's move on, shall we? Sometimes, like we heard Misty say, spirit will give you nondescript information. It can be very cryptic, to be honest with you. For instance, like Misty was mentioning, spirit coming through in dreams. And that's a great way, great way for spirit to come through. Because they bypass your left brain, so you can't overanalyze things. Hmm. You just get it. This is what happened in the dream. You can't argue with them or anything like that, right? So that's a great way for spirit to come through. But that is more of a spiritual thing than a paranormal thing. Now, Halloween being the perfect time of year for all these uh, paranormal investigations, right? Haunted house investigations. Well, I can tell you something. They're a great moneymaker for a lot of people. However, of all the investigations I've been on, and I've probably been on at least 15, at least 15, which I know I guess in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot. But in all of those, I've only ever encountered one spirit that creeped me out, to be honest with you. No. Yeah. There was a grumpy old man one time but he didn't creep me out what creeped me out was not being able to identify whether what i was experiencing through clairsentience was ever in human form <laughs> yeah that was kind of weird weird and creepy to be honest with you, yeah. And that's really the only time I've ever really gotten creeped out by the world of spirit, because usually we're, we're cool. So in all things, you just need to understand that you're not alone. And I think, like I said, if you're listening to this, you understand that already. We know that there's angels around us who, by the way, can leave evidence of their uh, appearance, right? A lot of times, of course, feathers and, and energy shifts and things like that. So anyone who's ever been in physical form, so our spiritual guides and our loved ones can come through from heaven and interact with us. Absolutely. So are you hearing spirits? Every once in a while, we can hear things outside of our head, like the bumps, 
in the house. You know, and of course, we always have to get rid of the logical first. You know, is it the normal creaking of the house? Every house has little creaks and bumps and things like that, of course. And But then you get to understand your creaks and bumps. But if there's something odd or something different that is very random, you can betcha it's spirit interruptus. Yes. So every once in a while when I'm in the middle of a reading, spirit will make the smoke alarm go off. And it only happens when I'm in a reading. Because the smoke alarm is like right here in the hallway to where my reading room is. And then every once in a while when I'm in a reading, also the phones will all start going eh, 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 like weird, weird noises. Um, even the cell phones, they start going crazy. And that's why a lot of times I have my clients turn their phones off so they don't drain their batteries. Um, yeah, because sometimes spirit use the energy in the room to manifest more holy. We can hear them. And sometimes the noises can be deafening, absolutely deafening. I was in one end of my house late at night. And I am so glad that my uh, husband heard it too. It was such a loud crash. It sounded like somebody had thrown the dresser across the room. It was huge bang. And of course we went over looking for anything and there was nothing, absolutely nothing. Spirit can also touch you. Yes. And it, as I said earlier, the, uh, for instance, my niece, she make, gives me shivers all the way down my left side. Um, I have, uh, my mom comes through here, over here. Jesus puts his hand over here. Uh, my spirit guide is here. So whenever I feel these touches, which I've pre-set up with my spirit people, I know who they are, right? I know who they are. It's not uncommon, especially for someone with long hair, to feel like they have something on their face, either hair on their face, I can't get rid of the hair on my face, or it feels like you have walked through cobwebs, okay? So yeah, so you can, uh, they can touch you, um, they can affect your hearing, right? Their energy can come into your being, just like my ear plugged up a little bit earlier. They can come into your being, their energy affects your auric field. So that can happen as well. And then also whether you're sensing them, because also once you start understanding who spirit is and what their energy feels like, a lot of times they'll just come through you, to you, through that means. So here's an example. Ever since I was first married, I would say to my husband, I would, I would hug him. I would just hold my, my um, head or my ear on his chest and I would just hold him. And he would say, what the heck are you doing? I'd say, I'm soaking you up. I'm soaking you up. And in essence, what we're doing is swapping energy. You know, while we're getting in each other's auric fields, energy fields, and I was picking up his energy, which obviously it, it melded very well with my own. Well, I still do that, right? We've been married almost 40 years. So when he passes, hopefully I pass first. At least that was, that's what I told him I wanted to happen. <laughs> so, but if he passes, hopefully, and I would think it would be logical, 
for me to understand he's present because of his energy. All right, because of that energy that we shared. All right, of course, as a medium, I often run into people who uh, were depressed or had anxiety, ADD, uh, things like that, okay? And that can be felt, that can be felt. So if you ever are randomly experiencing depression, like all of a sudden, like, oh gosh, I just feel lousy today. But it's quick, like that, like I woke up fine and an hour later, something's dragging me down. It may not be you. It may not be you. It may be that you're picking up the spirit people around you. You can ask your spirit people, of course. You can ask them not to touch you. You know, if it really creeps you out, right? <laughs> if it really creeps you out, you can always ask them not to touch you, but to come through in a different way, right? Show me a cardinal or show me marbles or make me smell your, your pipe tobacco or whatever. You can actually ask. Now, I don't know if they'll be able to fulfill that, but you can always ask. Always. As a matter of fact, I, I indeed recommend that you do that. So here's another thing. We talked earlier about the biological reasons or the environmental reasons um, that would help us to understand that it's not spirit. So is the wind blowing? Is it raining? Rain for me, by the way, is always a great conductor. It isn't for every medium. But whenever it's raining, woohoo! Yeah, I know it's going to be a good reading. Yes, I do. So, but if there's no physical reason, no physical outside reason, not with you physically, but outside physical reason, um, if start noting the environmental uh, causes that could be bringing more activity to you, it's because that's important. It's very important. Um, also, you might notice too that if there is atmospheric reasons, then there may be a differentiation between what happens when it rains or what happens when it's snowing or what happens when it's just a windy, sunny day, right? So you may get different hints or tips or paranormal activity during those specific times. This has nothing to do with your spirit people. It has to do with you, right? It has to do you and when you're, kind of like when your antennas are, are up to the max so that you're open to receiving, right? So as I said, not everybody works the same, uh, but your loved ones are there all the time, but you're just picking it up at specific times. Mm -hmm. Is your activity a paranormal activity, which can also be, I guess it can also be, thought of as a physical manifestation, such as the energy from that manifestation will be coming from you, the medium, right? Whether you call yourself a medium or not, you are. If you're, if you're picking up paranormal stuff, you're a medium. So, but is that being manifested by you? Are you is your anxiety heightening the energy in the room? Okay, that could be happening as well. Or is it really random where your loved ones come through um, at certain times of the day? Um, 
dad might come through first thing in the morning because he was an early riser mom might come through at dinner time things like that so look for that pattern of of how they were when they were living because that will give you some kind of clues now i want to talk also let's get back to that uh, paranormal investigation stuff so are emf meters valid i would say yes and no to be honest with you i would say yes and no do they pick up energy yes yes they do However, is it all paranormal energy? No, it's not. So you have to be aware of any Tom, Dick, and Harry paranormal group saying, oh, we have EMF meters. Well, unless they can turn off all the electricity in the house, like from the circuit breakers, yeah, no, they could be picking up energy that's actually in the house, electrical energy right? Uh, that's actually in the house. And again, it has to be turned off from the circuit breakers. So if you want to investigate your house, there you go. Um, a lot of the great investigations that I have done have been at buildings that have been uninhabited for like 50 some years. There's no electrical going into it whatsoever, ever, because it's been tapped off or whatever, you know, a million years ago. Um, but I see many people claiming that they have paranormal noises and activity going on when in fact they actually still have their lights on, right? Or the electric has not been shut off at the circuit breakers. Yeah. So take it with a grain of salt, I would say. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Now, what about those cool, um, those cool uh, iPhone apps, right? There's something that's called Ghost Radar. And it was fun. Like, I guess it was fun when we first started playing around with it. So it was cool when it first came out just to play with it. Um, every once in a while, and I don't know if it's just coincidence or what, but on this iPhone app thing, this Ghost Radar app, it shows a circle with like, um, uh, like a grid in it. And there, every once in a while, there'd be like little flashing lights, right? As the medium, I would tune in and validate. Sometimes it was a little weird, I have to say. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong. It could be that we're on different frequencies, right? But I think it was a good toy, just a little fun thing. Kind of goofy, but a fun thing nonetheless. The biggest thing that you can do if you're going on an investigation is to voice record, voice record. Awesome, 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 awesome. It's only really going to work when the electricity's off or, and then, okay, so usually you go in a group, right? So everybody stops, no noise at all. Ask a question and then wait. Wait a minute, wait two minutes. Again, ask a question wait a couple minutes, wait for spirit to come through. Now, again, when you're going through the home, you may not hear this. You might not hear this until you go back and listen to the recording. All right. You may not hear it until then. And that's when it's really cool because it shocks you. <laughs> it's like, whoa, what's that? Right. And sometimes also 
Um, in a paranormal investigation, I've done what's called intelligent wrapping. This has been done since the 1800s and probably even longer than that, I'm sure. But the first intelligent wrappings were documented in the, I think it was the 1840s, 1820s, 1840s, somewhere on there, where like one for yes, one knock for yes, two knocks for no, things like that. And you would get um, intelligent wrappings. And that was back, um, again, early 1800s with the Fox sisters, um, two little girls, actually, that were conversing with a man who was murdered in their house, like many years before they lived there. So I've actually done that myself. Actually, using what's really weird was a baby monitor. Mm -hmm. Weird, weird, weird. So we started doing intelligent wrappings, but we would hear the knocking over the baby monitor. Cool stuff. Very cool stuff. So can you do it? Absolutely you can do it. I just hope you don't get freaked out. <laughs> so let's keep on going. So as we talked about our TVs, anything, our telephone, anything that's electronic can and indeed will be affected by our spirit people. Um, it's kind of a funny thing that spirit can affect because they are pure energy again. And of course, after you rule out any physical um, abnormalities or whatever, then, then it's probably your spirit people messing around with you. Okay. Have you ever had your car turn off and on by itself? After all, isn't it just really a big electrical machine, right? Maybe not the uh, the engine, possibly, but all the the uh, dashboard stuff. Yeah, right. So it's just a big electrical current going through there, right? So also, very often, if we think of being more receptive, if we are intently looking at something or um, focused on something. Okay. And then something happens outside of that, unwarranted, then it's your spirit people, for sure. It's your spirit people. Um, very often that uh, the normal paranormal brain waves that are going on are not necessarily heightened or being used to their highest degree when we're focused. Like let's say we're, we're focusing on work. A work task and then we hear something out of the corner of our uh, 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 maybe in the corner of the room or we think oh it's a mouse or, or whatever and of course there's no mouse and there's no uh, answer for any of this information so question it question it so what happens is you're focusing with your left brain you're getting that out of the way while you're using that left brain, you're actually getting it out of the way so spirit can use the right brain. It's the right brain that you dream intuitive dreams with, or any dreams. And then also that's your creativity and that's your hub of inspiration and spiritual knowingness is that right brain. So it can work also for some people while they're actually engaged in a left brain activity. So let me go to the next person. Dawn, I am promote you to panelist. Hi, Dawn. Hi, how can I help you, dear? Oh, I was just wondering um, by chance to, is anything coming through for me? 
One of the things um, that I'm actually hearing is eeny, meeny, miny, mo, which tells me that's just one of my symbols for you got some, some decisions to make, some choices to make. And it, when I feel into that, right, I'm looking at that, or I'm feeling using that clairsentience, that animal instinct, I get a sense of April. All right, I get a sense of April. So I do feel like this has to do with some kind of income-based uh, decision, whether you're working or not working, or some, someone around you very tight in the family has to do with working. Um, but I do feel like you're being called upon to step in and straighten things out. I'm seeing this in my mind's eye. Uh, so this is like, what's the rub? What's the rub? So in other words, there might be some uh, dissidents or some disagreement, if you will, with something going on around you money-wise. So okay. I would look, um, are you working now? Currently, yes. Right, okay, so what I I'm... Will be, I will be eligible to possibly retire in April. Ah, um, there okay, there you go. All right, what I'm sensing is Look at the, I'm hearing the words jockeying of funds. Look at jockeying the funds around a little bit. Um, I do get a sense that uh, this is, it's very doable. All right. The retirement is, is definitely a possibility here for you financially, but I feel like I'm, I'm just shifting things a tad. All right. And just okay. shifting a little bit. I'm also seeing that this should happen. Talk to your financial advisor to see whether this would be best done before or after income taxes. Okay. Now, granted, I know that, you know, your retirement in 2018 may not have much to do with the taxes in 2017, but there's some kind of timeline that I get a sense um, whether they think it's best to do it sooner or later. All right. But it's still, I still get a sense of right around mid-March to mid-May. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so good. good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Very good. All right, sweetie. You take care. I hope that helped you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go back to my notes. Every once in a while, I will hear noises of someone working, such as hammers, um, saws, and every once in a while I will smell my grandfather's pipe tobacco. Every once in a while I'll smell the other grandfather's cigars, right? So spirit can come through in any different way. And of course, a lot of people will get freaked out by that. No, no. <laughs> As a matter of fact, this is kind of a funny thing. I actually smelled uh, what smelled like a pipe, not the burning tobacco, but a pipe smell when I was in the shower. So I told him, get out. <laughs> I don't, okay, nope, no bedrooms, no bathrooms, right? So, and th that's, that was fine, but I smelled him a couple more times during the day. So what he was doing, just saying hi. That's all he was doing, right? And very often, that's what was happening here with you guys, honestly. Unless you could say that you lived in a home that someone passed away in or something like that. I'd say probably 95% of the time, even up to maybe 98% of the time, 
it's just your loved ones. It really is making noises and uh, moving things. Moving things is also a big one. It's kind of a funny thing because it's usually the men, at least in my experience working with spirit, it's usually the men that do silly things like that. Just like child, childish little boy tricks, right? Childish little boy tricks. Every once in a while, if you set, uh, um, let's say, what can we say? Okay, so let's say Grandpa had this really nice ashtray, right? This great big ashtray. Let's say he had one of those. We're going to set it on the table. And instruct everybody, okay, we're doing a little experiment here. Don't touch the ashtray, right? Because you got to make sure that you get out or omit the physical influence, if you will. And then see if it moves. See if it changes positions. See if it rotates. Um, you never know. Weird stuff. Weird stuff. Just grandpa's or dad's watch start ticking again when it never had before. Yeah. There was there was one time this was this was kind of creepy. It was really kind of weird. So underneath my bed, I have what I call mommy's boxes. In other words, I have one box, a big box for both of my kids, one for each of them. And they have all these infant things in there, right? Report cards and important mementos. In the middle of the night, like three o'clock in the night, I hear this nursery rhyme. And it kind of reminded me like of a scary movie, right? It was like, what on earth is that? And we were, we were looking all over. It was the weirdest thing. Well, what happened was in my daughter's box, underneath my bed, there's a rocking horse, a wind up, like, ee, 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 wind up rocking horse. It started playing randomly but was it random i hadn't even taken that box out from underneath the bed in five years or more or more we were sound asleep we weren't jumping around on the bed we hadn't moved the bed we haven't hadn't changed the sheets so there was no reason it was very random it was kind of weird. It was. It was like one of those ding, 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 ding. It was really slow, you know, like as it just unwinding. Um, so it was kind of a creepy thing. <laughs> Thinking back on it now, it was really kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so goofier things than that can happen, people. And spirit can make it happen. Yeah. But it's fun. It's cool. It, it's never a dull moment, that's for sure. So keep watching, keep watching and listening and feel for all those hits that possibly could. If you ever say to yourself, could that be? The answer is yes. Because if you're entertaining that idea, the answer is yes. All right, kids, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. I'll have the recording of this up probably when, eh, by the end of the week, we'll see. Um, and then I'll have it on iTunes as well. And hopefully you learned a lot and now understand a little bit more about what to do when things go bump in the night. I am Lisa Busan. I'm a psychic medium. And you can reach me on lisabusan.com. That's Lisa, B-O-U. 
S-S-O-N.com. You can reach me on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Lisa Busan. And my YouTube page, same thing, youtube.com forward slash Lisa Busan. But you can also reach me on iTunes and also on my website. You'll see the episodes here. And until next week, my little kidlets, may you seek the divine. May you be the divine and you're going to read the divine. God bless. <laughs>